Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, strong information and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Leo DiCaprio should play the middle Michael B. Jordan to did miss a star Her Jake Jilly used to smoke the sweet We about to talk about bullshit pictures Leo DiCaprio should play the middle Michael B. Jordan should date my star Her Jake Jilly used to smoke the sweet shots we, we about, about to, to talk, talk about bullshit Welcome to the show podcast. Yeah. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Our favorite actor. Oh yeah, this. Yep. This is how it's supposed to be. How it's supposed to be. Anything Alright, well This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal Whatchamacallit, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies But quickly get off subject and get to talking about something else But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here John it is your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Robert Baumain Jr., a.k.a. O'Shea Bratson Third, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. Nate Yawine, a.k.a. I think on that last episode we put, put out, which was a voted episode, I believe that was the first time you said Nate yep. Yawine. <laughs> Oh, it was a old. <laughs> felt like so long ago. That was hilarious. Oh my gosh! But uh, who else? Like, as oh, you already know, it's a uh, Cartwheel Nady. Um, who else? Baby Nate. Um, huh? <laughs> um, who else? You know, when I can't remember, I go straight to Rolly Um, it is a one Joaquin Penny's worth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Pusha 4K. Pusha T just had his birthday. It was his 40th birthday. (laughs) He was on the beach with all his boys with the board shorts on. Yuck. Braids in his hair still. Like a 40-year-old man supposed to. He gonna set the record for (laughs) oldest man with braids. He might. (laughs) Nah, Snoop Dogg will forever, oh, yeah. as long as he forgot. keeps his hair like that. Forgot he about 90. Kayanya Fix My Life, Van Zanek, hey, Kai Dolla Sign, Knife Guy, Young Black Phillip, Kayanya Taylor Joy, Fossil Man, The Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Glock Eisweiler, Station Wagon K, Chatwick Flossman, California K, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, man, I feel like it's been a while since, uh, Sweet Lady. Would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. All right. 
Well, if you guys listened to last week's episode, that was a voided joint that, or not voided, vaulted <laughs> joint that we, that we thought we lost, but ended up finding and decided it was about time to let you guys hear it. Mm-hmm. You know, we watched a movie called Bloods vs. Wolves, and if you want to hear, if you want to hear our illustrious, hilarious commentary to that very yeah. special movie, that's a must listen. If definitely you that already. <laughs> definitely go check it out. Also on icmovies.wordpress.com. Put the link up there if you want to go ahead and purchase that bad boy on Amazon. It's right there. I know it's hard to find because <laughs> uh-huh. for some reason you can't just type in Bloods versus Wolves on Amazon. You got to do something like different to get to it, but it's, crazy. it's on there. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, so basically that out. Yeah. So basically we uh, had another little slight break, but not for y'all. So, of course, we about to jump back in this thing real rusty because I feel like we ain't recorded a podcast really about has. a year or two. So. Dang. Brothers out of town for a week, and they feel like we ain't doing it forever. So, uh, bear with me, Revenant, because the bear was with him in the movie, and it was bars. Uh, I ain't coming back for that. <laughs> bars. Mm. Uh, but anywho, Franklin, you let's, uh, let's turtle shell. Tacos. Mexicans. Antonio Banderas. Puss in Boots. Lugs. <laughs> Threw me off. Yeah, you gotta throw in some different did I, stuff. Did I say something like Birdman? Uh, Harvey <laughs> from <laughs> from Adult Swim, Harvey Birdman. Woo! Yeah. Alright, so we got, got a nice interesting episode for y'all today, but before we get into all that. Got two weeks worth of movies to go over that we've seen. So luckily, mine's easy. I ain't seen nothing la- or this past weekend, but the weekend before, we ain't talking about Guardians of the Galaxy on here, do we? Nope. I don't Is know why a- I kind of feel like we did. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only movie I saw. All right, let me spit out these other movies I saw real quick before we get to that. So first up, I seen Slight. Is that what the movie's called? Yeah, uh-huh. Went to the box office, like, hey, can I get one ticket for Slate? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, Slate? I was like, oh, yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> but um, that was a good movie. Um, on my notes. I wasn't expecting the, the reason for him to have that powers to be kind of grounded and kind of fictional at the same time. Mm-hmm. I was expecting him to legit just have, like, powers, but that necessarily wasn't the case. How he acquired these powers and continued to use these powers kind of is fake, but <laughs> that is what it is. Um, the villain in the movie, his name was Angelo. Can't remember the dude's name in real life. He on Ballers. He makes other appearances here in other movies, but he was actually a pretty good villain. I enjoyed his his role. Uh, the movie didn't really like show Bo, who is played by one, whatever that guy's name is, uh, Jacob Lattimore. Uh, they didn't like they didn't show his powers or his skills all that much, like in cool ways, because you could tell this was a low budget movie until the end, and like the way he uses it at the end, I thought was cool. So. If somebody with a bigger budget would be able to use this type of premise or was able to use this type of premise, I think it would have been a better movie. But the movie was carried by its like story. And you're watching it's like nothing really happens. It's just him trying to 
you know, stop being a drug dealer basically, and then you know, pay up his drug or his uh, whoever the guy he works for. So it's not really that much action, but you're not really bored with the movie. So I guess you can say the characters and the story were interesting. But the reason it doesn't become like one of those special like movies like Chronicle, like they try to compare it to, is just yeah. because the characters aren't outright memorable like in Chronicle, and they're not as entertaining and funny, and the action sequences aren't as cool as Chronicle was. So I still give the movie a good like you know a good grade, but it's not a great movie and not one of those special movies. That you see, like people from this movie will branch out, branch off, and start All doing right, stuff yeah. bigger. I mean, I think the director might slowly build it up because he was able to take a premise he couldn't really show in all its greatness and potential, and still make a a good movie out of it. All right, after that, I watched, or I continued my Blu-ray marathon, and I watched a classic movie <laughs> by the name of. Easy A, I'm pretty sure on this podcast I have said that that is one of my favorite movies of all time because that is the breakout role from one Emma Stone. She was able to carry this hilarious movie from start to finish. She was just great acting. Easy A, gym class. It's not an easy A for some people. Bars. Bars. That line cringes me so much. I had to put my phone down because I'm going to drop it. That was awful. Was flames. That was awful. Johnny Storm. Dang, I just keep going and going and going. Oh, don't say it. Energizer Bunny. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Anywho. Franklin. <laughs> classic movie it got a classic script with quotables it's up there with like mean girls for me it's got that that wit that charm that that humor it's just one of those fun movies you can watch um the supporting cast all takes turns take turns doing great jobs what is his name uh bald guy was his her dad in the movie stanley tucci he was great in the film he was hilarious he was just one of the he was more, probably one of the more memorable supporting turns, but everybody else did a great job. Lisa Kudrow was great. Thomas Hayden Church, he was funny. Uh, Amanda Bynes did a, <laughs> a great job in the movie. Oh, yeah. This is when Amanda Bynes was still yeah, this good. Might, this might have been when she's like, all right, peace out, y'all. <laughs> I don't like this anymore. Because <laughs> I, I don't remember seeing her after this movie. Dang. What's, that's that. My, my girl from Hellcats. Alicia, Alicia, Ali, Malcolm, oh, whatever man. her name is, she was funny. My dude from Cougar Town was funny. So this was just a great. Was Johnny Simmons in this movie? Johnny Simmons got a easy A by like he's in this. I don't think he was. Though. The only reason that made me think of that was uh, almost done with Girl Boss. Uh, is that uh, show good? Not really. <laughs> okay. A show that was so painful through like the first three episodes. Because <laughs> it, it looked like some of thing was funny, but then when I read the reviews. It's written by somebody who's done, worked on 30 Rock and did Pitch Perfect. I don't know what she did with this. Uh, Britt Robinson from, um, what's that space movie she um, did? Adventure Land, Adventure Time, Tomorrowland. She was in that too? I think so. I think she did another space. Uh. <laughs> 
She do like two space movies. Space with between a, us. Yeah. Yeah, that's her. She's annoying. <laughs> Wait, she's the star of the show? Mm-hmm. That's her? The lead star. Doesn't she have dark hair on the show? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's probably why I didn't recognize Annoying her. the... Me- ain't nobody that high energy <laughs> all day through... Like she ain't never been out of her movie, so... She was... Oh, man, she was annoying that her friend... W- I, I, it started getting funny, like, around episode eight or something. It's <laughs> it was about to wrap up. <laughs> it wasn't really... I don't even know if it was necessarily funny. I think it was uh, just the fact that it gets into the story and you want to watch that. But as far as funny, well, I guess girl, I'm officially not going to watch that show then. Girl boss isn't. <laughs> and Johnny Simmons, they tried. They gave him like a mustache and a goatee. It don't. He still, still don't really sense. fit him because he's like a music, cool musician. And cool nah, and Johnny cool Simmons ain't musician. He, play, he was a musician in uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, but he was like the reserve, like the nerd. Yeah, cool musician. Those yeah. I don't pair together for that boy. But uh, Jim Rash from Community and Descendants, Oscar-winning fame. He's funny in it. RuPaul is real funny in the <laughs> short little scenes he's in. Somebody else is on this. But other than that. Yeah, I'll probably go back and watch, rewatch 90210 again for uh, watch that show. No, because <laughs> I just finished Secret Life recently, and I'm I'm one episode from being done with Masters of None season two. Oh yeah, All right, I, I was a TV reset. Yeah, because I was about to go on. I was about to start talking about how Kimmy or Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt comes back this Friday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the Fenders trailer came out. Mm-hmm. But uh, so let me just close off an easy A saying. Classic teen comedy, classic movie, classic performance by Emma Stone. Just great movie. All right, next up, continue my Blu-ray marathon. I watched another great movie, Snowpiercer, starring uh, your boy Chris Evans, Tilda Swinton, uh, The Thing. Jamie Uh, Bell, (laughs) a.k.a. married to Kate Mara in real life. Uh, They married? I believe so. Did they meet on that atrocious movie they did? I'm guessing. Yeah. Anywho, dang, that's how Miles, unattractive Miles Teller is. <laughs> yeah, she looked at him, looked past <laughs> Jamie Bell. Michael B was probably he, out of her reach. She also, like, Michael B don't really like girls, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, that's just a rumor, so I don't know. Yeah, that's right. I'm why. still a fan of Michael B. <laughs> he just must put out something. Because last thing I saw of him was him getting his hair blown dry. From <laughs> <laughs> From his mom. I'm, I'm spreading rumors that he's playing Iman, Iman Shumford and LeBron James. Doc, er, that would be such a side character. I'm like, that Michael B? He's like, I got the hair, so I might as well just get a quick check real quick. But, um, yeah, so Snowpiercer, that's a great movie. The uniqueness for the flick doesn't really carry over after, like, you've seen it a couple times. So it's it's harder to judge this movie after you've seen it, like I said a few times, but it's still a great movie. I like that it actually gets into the action quicker than I expected. I thought it was going to take them forever to try to take a hold of that train, but they get they get to it pretty quickly. It has a cool little night vision action scene in the in the midst of the train takeover, leads all to a crazy or unexpected ending. So it's just it's just a great movie. You want to see. Uh, sci-fi action flick that's different than what you typically see from blockbusters and stuff nowadays just to change your pace definitely check out this flick and then watch one last movie before oh yeah then uh watch just the first guardians of the galaxy again because 
I made my mom see the second one, so after we watched the second one, we ended up watching the first one on Mother's Day. So, those are all the movies I've seen. I was slipping. I actually didn't go to the movies this past weekend. Uh-huh. And there's two movies out that I wanted to see. One bomb. One comedy. <laughs> I, I don't. I just nonchalantly saw what it had when <laughs> this a uh, few de- or a couple days ago, and they released it. I was like, <gasps> I mean, I knew it wasn't going to do good, but uh, I think I can make a movie and, <laughs> and promote it enough and make about fifteen million. Yeah, we gonna talk about that later in the show because there's some some big fault going on over there and some idiots who. De- who never should have put themselves in this predicament. But, yeah, so let's get to the big dog one week late, basically, and that is Guardians of the, the Galaxy, Galaxy Volume 2. Dose. Let me just tell a quick story how I don't know how to gauge anything anymore. So we were talking about, <laughs> I think, one of the previous up-to-date episodes or present-time episodes, and I said, I don't know when I should see Guardians of the Galaxy because I feel like, and like they said, there was rumors that it was going to do so much money. I was like, I don't know the perfect timing to go see this. Uh-huh. So I ended up seeing it on Thursday night, 10, 15, Shaw, I believe. I was like, uh, so I called the theater like while I was at work. I was like, y'all sell out of the 10, 15 IMAX 3D Guardians of the Galaxy? He's like, nope, we still got about 80% of our seats left. I was like, hmm. Let me, should I? I was like, so should I go buy tickets after I get off work or just risk it? <laughs> I was like, that's out of the way for me, so I'm just going to risk it. If not, a brother just going to see it like regular and then come back and see it in IMAX 3D or something. So I make us get up there about 9 o'clock. <laughs> I look like how many how many percent of this, or how, many, uh, how much percentage of the seats left y'all got for the IMAX 3D 1015 show. She was like, eh, about 70-something percent. I was like, okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> I was like, is there like a line or something? She was like, yeah, a couple people started lining up. We get in there. Five people were in line. I was like, I just did not play this right. I was like, okay, so whatever. So then Brianna was like, you want to just go to like Target or get something to eat? I was like, no, because let us leave. We get back. Line be draped around the corner. I ain't doing that. I want to choose where I'm sitting. So I get in there, sit down. I whip out my Nintendo 3DS that I haven't played yet. Put my Pokemon game in there. I'm like, all right, finally ready to play this. Turn it on. It was like, all right, you need to put a little SD card or something in there. I was like, huh? I look at her, like, this ain't got no SD card in it. She was like, what? I was like, well, guess I'm not playing this now. That's crazy. So she was like, all right, we can go to Target and run to Target and go get one. I'm like, no, it is pouring rain outside. <laughs> all right, we parked all the way in the back. So either way, we could either walk to the car or walk to Target. I feel like it would be the same way. Nah, and we'd probably get back, and once again, we would be around the corner. So then, waited there for an hour. I should have took a nap, but I didn't, because towards the middle of the movie, I wasn't asleep, but I was watching stuff and not comprehending what was going uh-huh. on. Same thing happened to me. <laughs> so, but now we can proceed to the actual movie. What did you think about the movie? I thought it was a great movie. I also, myself, I fell asleep. Uh, I dozed off two or three times. And I fell asleep all the way <laughs> once for um, two minutes, I think. I looked out, looked out my watch before I fell asleep. <laughs> and I woke up. I was like, oh, okay. Oof. Thought I was gone. 
I was on this. <laughs> I was about to be heated. So excited to see the movie, and I thought I went all the way to sleep. Yeah, that is that is annoying. When you really want to see a movie, and you fall asleep on it. Why am I unbelievably <laughs> sleepy? So uh, in Los Angeles, I forget what the theater was. Well, yeah, this, this movie was just, it was entertaining how I expect a Guardians of the Galaxy movie to be. Um, I feel like the movie took place all in like one spot. The story. Yeah, it really did, compared <laughs> to at least the, the first one. Uh-huh, the story immediately starts. Uh, Baby Groot was hilarious. Every time he tried to go, go swing on Drax. <laughs> <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> that opening scene was probably oh, yeah. my favorite scene of the movie. <laughs> that was good. Because it started off with him beating up those little alien things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Saying them dudes was looking at him funny. <laughs> Entered his, his classic opening scene, mm-hmm. dancing to whatever that song was. <laughs> I like how, I mean, this dancing in his whole part was funny. But I like how they said it at like the backdrop was them actually fighting a fighting that a or that monster or whatever. Because yeah. from the trailers you would think that was about to be like a major scene or something, but nah, it's just basically like some background uh-huh. action to, <laughs> for that scene. So I thought that was real. That was a dope idea. Uh, Dave Bautista was good. Yeah, he was funny. It, uh, Michael Rooker as Yondu was in it. Who now has the classic line, I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, I was getting um I wasn't no it was no Fruitville station. No Fruitville station no, or anything. Toy Story Three. I mean, yeah, that's like the highest level. It's like yeah, Toy Story yeah, Three. That's top of the line. Furious Seven and Down Some Notches is like Fruitville station for me and a couple <laughs> other movies that shouldn't be on that list. But <laughs> but this was like right below all those. I wasn't getting choked up, my heart wasn't beating or nothing. I was just like Hey, I really didn't think they was going to actually kill him in this movie. Uh-huh. Spoiler alert. Uh, you had the end where it showed the original O-Head Guardians of the Galaxy, including one played by Miley Cyrus. Yeah, I, I, when I seen the movie the second time, I noticed it in her voice when uh-huh. I the first time. Uh, oh, and you had the funny cameo with Seth Green's Howard the Duck again, which really makes me want to see him in all the movies. Just for one quick little scene. If, if uh, Stan Lee ends up, Pushing the old or kicking the old bucket here soon. That'd be sad. And then they should make Howard the Duck the the cameo person. Uh huh. I'm always just doing something random. Even in a serious, like one of their more serious uh-huh. movies, if they ever get I to it. I want to see Howard the Duck. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the conversation he was having. They want that mid crazy conversation. <laughs> I was funny. And I like how um, they kind of like all those theories about Stan Lee's cameos, how they made it in this movie where he's like an informant for the watchers and how he was even referencing one of his cameos in one, in that scene. That's sweet. I'm like, that's pretty dope. Like I kind of take some thought, like, you know, like let's make all these randomness actually fit something. So Uh if that is the case, that's pretty, that was pretty dope idea. Whoever came up with that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, what else? I just think like the little individual things before talking about the story. Um, see, I mean, the soundtrack itself it was great the way it played into the movie. Even uh, though yeah. the first one is more memorable because it actually had like more songs I knew beforehand and I thought were like bigger. Um, does Mantis? I looked up. So Mantis does actually know how to fight. I think so. I'm kind of. I was kind of thrown off how she didn't do that in the movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe that's something they're saving or whatever. Yeah, because she didn't. 
I don't know why they'd be announcing who's in Infinity Wars when all everybody is basically in it. Yeah, I could have I could have swore uh, Yondu was gonna be in there because he was on set. Like you know, they saw. They probably him. accidentally <laughs> spoiled it. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> maybe it's like maybe a flashback. Or yeah. Something. He was... How long this movie gonna be? Because I got a lot to deal with. Yeah, this is... I know they're making another Avengers after this, but this is going to be very interesting. This might be the hardest movie to make. I thought the Avengers was gonna be difficult. Mm-hmm. But this, this is definitely going to take all the cake of them. They got people who ain't even Avengers in this So if, if this movie is great I might blurt out and say it's the best movie of all time If they're able to uh-huh. juggle all these characters And still make it good I can't wait to see All of a sudden they say even Drax got seen with Iron Man This is this better be dope They better not make like the first one boo-boo So the <laughs> second one can be real good right. That was funny when Drex kept uh, saying that man- how ugly Manchester was. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, what else? There was oh yeah, just a random scene when um, Peter and Ego were fighting at the end of the movie. What I instantly f- flashed through my head was General Zod and Superman fighting in Man of Steel. Hey. <laughs> like this looked like his, he watched uh, he watched Man of Steel when he was uh-huh. coming up with this action scene. <laughs> And that scene with Nebula and Gamora. The funny thing is, when I was watching that movie where uh, Gamora was just sitting down and Nebula came in flying and shooting at her into that cave where she crashed the uh, crash whatever that thing is. Uh, and then she got out and started shooting that big old gun at her. When I was uh, watching that scene in my head, I was like, this reminds me of something that was in Fast and the Furious because it was so oh, yeah. crazy <laughs> how she drove in, or she flew into the cave, wrecked. Gamora <laughs> got that big old blaster, started shooting at her. Then I read an interview from James Gunn that said he was watching Furious 7 and that gave him the idea for that scene when uh that's funny. When Hobbs had that big old blaster and was, or that uh, big old gun that was shooting at the helicopter at the end of Furious 7. So I thought that was interesting how it was actually based off of that, but um, um, you know, trying can't really think of say individual things, but um, but yeah, I thought the movie was great as well. Uh-huh. It was better on the second watch for me, like because you're just able to just take it as take it as it is. I need to watch it again because. That little snooze I had was <laughs> unnecessary. Of course, we had a long day. It's a great, you know, it's a great movie when you like watch it the second time. You know what's happening, and you still enjoy it almost as you did, or like it feels like it's still new at the same time. It doesn't feel like ah, oh, it's old. It doesn't have that same. This movie takes for me. Don't it take place like three months after the first one? Yeah, so, or yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. So I was really looking like. Chris Evans seemed like he kind of looked different than. <laughs> like got a little bug. Uh, yeah. A little bigger. Uh, tacked a couple of uh, pounds on. <laughs> like, I feel like his sideburns or something was different, a little different. His skin. Yeah. It was, when you start looking like this, gotta be years later. Like, nope, it's just only a couple months. Like, yeah. oh, okay, I guess if that's what you're gonna say. Yeah. So <laughs> but um, yeah, with the five after credit scenes. Yeah, Tony was mad that I made him stay to the very end. Uh-huh, I'll watch every last one. Like, technically, I didn't make y'all stay. I just thought y'all would want to see it all, but I guess <laughs> not. The whole Adam Warlock thing, that was a oh, yeah. cool reveal. 
it's gonna it's a it's gonna be cool to see how they actually work him into the third one. See how they said he's not gonna be in Infinity War to be the one that can take on Thanos by himself. Oh yeah. Um, like the look of the movie, I thought that's like this was a very cool looking movie. It's not only entertaining to watch just off a story; it's just entertaining to look at. All like the color palette was so elaborate and it just looked sweet. Um. When I watched it the first time, I don't know why I didn't think there was that much action in it. That's what it felt like. Like the, I think it's because the action isn't memorable. Like, it's there, but it's not memorable. Because even when I watched it the second time, I was like, oh, this is, like, action-packed. But it's there's not, like, a action scene in there that you come away that you can, like, remember or, you, like, you want to talk about. So that was, only, that was, like, a letdown. And then... This movie, in my opinion, is funnier than the first one. Yeah. But the first one felt more fluid and more natural when it came to the jokes. This one felt like they were just forcing them <laughs> in there. So luckily it was still funny and entertaining. But the reason I say I think the first one is still better is because it was funny. Like it had good action and it just everything felt more fluid and not as like forced in because this one's like all right everybody liked the first one because of what we gave it so we want to give them even more jokes so it's gonna probably just come off that way where it feels like they're forcing more jokes and it just joke and joke and joke this is basically a comedy uh-huh. it's comedy first and <laughs> like everything else second but still dope I thought the ending was. Just a great ending. It was a nice little touchy or heartfelt touchy ending because the whole movie dealt with family and the father-son thing. So I thought that was cool. It looked cool when they were doing that Ravager's funeral. Oh, yeah. That was dope looking. Um, The most memorable or my favorite character, of course, was Baby Groot. He really wasn't (laughs) doing anything. He was Uh just there. He didn't didn't help him fight, really, because he really couldn't. He was just basically a legit sideline character. And the focus, I thought the focus was going to be on him more, not like focus, focus, but him a part of the story more. But he kind of disappeared at times. Uh-huh. And then. Well, forgetting about him. Yeah, but he when he was on screen, he was great. Uh, Dave Bautista, who said he originally didn't like his role in this movie because he was too, too many jokes and not enough action <laughs> for him. But I thought he was great as well. It was just, it's just another knock out the park for Marvel. Like uh-huh. once again, they constantly <laughs> they make another hit. I just thought I thought the movie was great. Yeah, even though Chris or Chris Pratt's performance wasn't as great as it was in the first one. Yeah, that felt weird. I don't know what it is. I guess everything can't be everything can't be uh, a pluses across the board every time, but. Yeah. You know, it was still it was still a great movie. I actually like. I don't like um, ego's reasoning for wanting to take over the world. It was kind of <laughs> dumb because he said he went and looked for other it had to be other living species or whatever besides him because it was getting lonely. Then he gets bored of that. He's just like, you know what? I think my purpose is to take over the world. <laughs> so other than that yeah. that is kind of dumb, but. I still like what they were trying to do. So it was definitely an enjoyable movie. I might mess around and see it again. 
the 3D was actually good on some parts in for the IMAX 3D. So that was good. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, Los Angeles ain't got IMAX 3D. Because <laughs> I was disturbed looking at Lemme Find This Theater. They ain't got no IMAX. Look at this theater. No IMAX. Look at this other theater. No IMAX. But yet, we passed the building where IMAX is being made. Like the actual IMAX <laughs> company. Lord Jesus. But put those in your theaters. <laughs> Their IMAX theater or 3D will probably cost $30 a ticket. <laughs> uh huh. I paid for tickets, but I do not remember how much they cost. Probably something crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't even want to look at it. Like, like just, $11 each like or just, something. Just swipe it. Yeah. But I want to see. Oh, they, uh, there needs to be a four. What is it? Four D or four D X or whatever that new theater is that's starting to pop up around the world. Oh yeah, they need to get one of those in Columbus because Easton is making up theaters. They have like Adobe Cinema, like Adobe's. Is that supposed to be a special theater and something else? Yeah. And now they're like uh, they're really breaking down the branches of what AMC's are. You got your AMC Dining. You got your AMC Classic, which is Grove City. That's just like there's nothing special there. There's just just a regular cheap movie theater experience. Yeah, weird. So this is getting it's getting uh, uh, hard to follow because AMC is not alerting you. They didn't even let a brother know that they took Smalls away for popcorn. It's just regular and tub. Okay, that is weird. <laughs> so I'm just not getting any alerts on any of these things, and it's making me mad. But yeah, so. It was a great movie. Definitely enjoyed yeah. it. I don't know what else to say about it. It's just a, it's it's a great, great flick. What, it's what you expect or what, like, your high expectations, they get met every time with Marvel. So here's the hoping that Spider-Man is just as good or better or whatever it decides so. to be. Um, Alright, so you said you didn't see anything else? Nah. All right, so we could quick, let me quickly go over these past episode reflections before we move on to this episode. So I got three to go over because I didn't finish all of episode fifty-one. Then I listened to or before we did episode fifty-two, so I didn't do any. So here's we got fifty-one, fifty-two, and then the last episode was fifty-three. So for fifty-one, just have a couple. I said, or I called Fate of the Furious, the Fate and the Furious. So that was a slight <laughs> mess up. <laughs> and we just completely forgot to do the Blu-ray segment at the end, but we touched on that on episode 52. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then for episode 52, um, I called the movie Unforgettable, Forgettable, but I didn't say it as like a joke. I just actually called it just forgettable <laughs> on accident. Uh, and then on episode 53, I was reminded that we used to do this segment <laughs> that was inspired by the movie Morgan, where we watch out for some... Some uh, bad things going on at the box office. Oh, yeah, the Morgan game. Yeah, everything ain't, ain't been that bad at the theaters re- or for one particular movie, so I forgot that we did that game. Mm-hmm. I said like I was, said something about La La Land was going to be battling Moonlight for the Oscar, and that's basically what it did. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought the concept of the episode where we were commentating was dope. I was interested to see how it actually played out. Just like, would it just be us basically just talking and just commenting and having people not understanding what we're actually watching or listening to. So, but for the most part, you could hear the, uh, decent quality of the movie, in the background. Yeah. Just think next time 
uh, just to make the movie louder, get closer to it or something. So the conversations all the way through are clear. Yeah. And yeah, <laughs> I, said, funny. I said in the episode, I hope the movie comes out or the episode comes out before Christmas. That did not happen. <laughs> which Way is, after. Which is evident since it's May. And that's about it. So um, before we got jump into the topic or the meat of this episode, you got anything you want to touch on? Uh, as we talk about them box office numbers for us, uh, we gonna get to that. Uh, okay. I got, I got. You gonna? That's gonna be brought up at the end of the episode. <laughs> all <laughs> right, so you. I'm good, man. All right, so like I said, we got an interesting episode. If you remember, we did uh one of our little competitions where we predicted award show or something, and this one that we did was for the MTV Movie and TV Awards. We both almost Ooh. forgot that we did that thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, I forgot. I didn't even remember as I was watching it. <laughs> I almost forgot. I like I had to I think I got through a couple of uh awards. I was like, Oh yeah, we did do something, something. So I had to grab my laptop and then mm-hmm. start and watching it. I don't remember who we picked. <laughs> I don't remember the categories like that. <laughs> it's gonna be interesting to see because when I was doing it. It was about to be one sided one way, and then thanks to some ep- some uh, picks that weren't shown, <laughs> it made it a closer <laughs> oh, battle. Lord! But so we're gonna reveal that in just a second. See who's gonna be uh, the winner of a nice little cheap Blu-ray from Amazon. We both won one so far. First up, I got a uh, Punisher Warzone, and then you uh, won your next. So let's see what the next movie is gonna be. But first, just want to quickly mention. One of the uh, people behind this show, Jake Gyllenhaal, he just signed on to do a thriller with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, yeah, that's not good. And they don't really have much, just a quick little, barely a synopsis of something. So two act, two great actors pairing up in a thriller, so it should be interesting. So look out for that when more uh, news drops. And... Yeah, that's about it. So let's jump into first. Let's jump into these uh, MTV Movie and TV Awards predictions and results. So first up, we had the uh, the category Best Fight Against the System. Oh man! And of course, they had to bring out Tracy Ellis Ross and Black Odor Lady. Yeah, who was that? Black older political lady. <laughs> yeah, I do not remember who it was. But um we both picked Get Out. Get Out did not win. If I'm not mistaken, the winner was Hidden Figures, I believe. Yep, Hidden Figures. So that's uh L for both of us. Also, I just want to quickly state that the opening for the show felt like they were really trying to be like the Oscars or uh or something. Oh, yeah, I forgot that was the opening. Where they included Michael Coulter for some odd reason. <laughs> yeah. Didn't fit in, he doesn't fit in with yeah. any of these type of people. His small part could have just been kept to the side, but whatever. <laughs> Adam Devine, he tried to be a decent host. Oh, man. He was okay. <laughs> um, of course, they got to force Rebel Wilson into the show. Every year. <laughs> even though she has nothing going on. Dang. But whatever. All right, so no points given there. Next Best American story. I picked Blackish. You picked Moonlight. 
and the winner was Blackish. That was Dang. one. Of, that was one of the ones that wasn't on TV. Definitely didn't show that on TV. So we. So that's one point given to me. Next, best duo. We both picked Hugh Jackman and Daphne Keene, and they won. Went up there and gave a weird speech that ended with them doing what I guess is their <laughs> signature. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> that kind of made me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, next award is Next Generation, whatever the full name is. We both picked Yara Shahidi. She did not win. Your boy Daniel Kaluuya. How do you pronounce his name? Oh, yeah. He won and went up there and started spitting that foreign jargon. I guess him and Aaron Taylor, my boy Aaron Taylor Johnson, are the best of friends. Yeah. The way they did the, da- yeah. the hand smack <laughs> and then the, both arms wrap around each other. <laughs> they must got a movie coming out or something. Dang. They both got the same voice and they both like urban. Because Aaron Taylor Johnson really got the vibe of a, a black man, young African American. <laughs> uh, all right. So next up we have. Tearjerker. The winner for this one was a scene from This Is Us. And I still don't even know what they were talking about. That they scene. showed that clip and I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> so that one, but I picked a scene from Me Before You. I, I was watching this and when I was looking at what I was picking, I was like, why did I pick some of these? <laughs> what was I thinking? <laughs> like, what mindset was I in when I picked this? Why did I think Me Before You would have a presence? It had no presence at the movie theater. Why would I think it would have a presence at this award show? <laughs> Especially when it almost came out a year ago. Why would I think people would remember this? Oh, man. Uh, and you picked Game of Thrones. So, once again, we walk away with no points. For Best Hero, we both picked Millie Bobby Brown. Who was up there talking like she was an adult. Yeah. But the winner for that... I don't like how this stupid site has it organized. Best hero was... I'm about to find it. It was Taraji P. Henson for Hidden Figures. So once again, no points. Best comedic performance. We thought Adam Devine was going to get it since he's hosting the show. That didn't happen. Laurel Howery, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, he won. So once again, no points. Best actor on a show? I picked Amelia Clark. <laughs> I just don't understand why I thought she was going to be walking away with mad trophies <laughs> for that show or for that night. And you picked Millie Bobby Brown, who did win. So that's a point your way. Okay. Best actor in a movie went to Emma Watson, who you picked. I went with Hugh Jackman. Um, best reality competition. I went with America's Got Talent. I don't know why I went with that. Right when they were about to announce the world, like, why did I pick that? Why? <laughs> why? Oh, man. You picked a voice, but what ended up winning was RuPaul Drag Race. That was, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> Me neither. I didn't know this award uh, show was going to be very, um, uh, what's the word? Careful <laughs> with the times, respectful and welcoming of all. Of all I know everybody. Is the first five awards were given like British people. Like, Americans huh, suck at acting. We have no <laughs> they talented the, artists. They are the worst. And when that one lady or man came up and started talking about non-binary acting that, and stuff, it like, was first of all. 
Emma Watson spoke for she two. She spoke for like thirty minutes. It was that was crazy. I was well, I was already lost with this this term I've never heard of in my entire life, which I then had to Google. I heard that term about four times after the, that being the first time I heard it. I was like, dang, I didn't know this was that big of a deal. It's the MTV Movie and TV Awards. So what was around. that person? Just person? I think it's somebody who doesn't. I still don't even officially know somebody who doesn't cl- classify as like a. Sex or gender or something? I didn't know. Like, does she got? Does she got both parts? Or does she got no parts? Two parts. <laughs> Two parts. <laughs> so yeah, I guess uh-huh. it just doesn't make a. a you don't classify don't matter, as one so. particular thing, but whatever. Um, That's nice. So what? What was she on? What does she play on? What she's on? I don't. She I don't. Yeah, I got the. I looked her up. I got the, <laughs> the article on my computer, but I have not read it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm lazy. But, uh, yeah, so Emma Watson, or, nope, I done been past that. Yeah, RuPaul's Drag Race won Best Reality Competition, which neither one of us picked for Best Documentary. We both picked the OJ Documentary. That didn't win. It was <laughs> the 13th. Um, for Best Host, we both picked Ellen. Little did we know. I was <laughs> shocked. <laughs> Trevor Noah walked away with the victory. Kids like him? I guess. I guess Alan O. Alan fell off. Yeah, I, tell, I don't know what this she MTV probably only, crowd. She probably only making about fifty million a year now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this MTV crowd is into. It yeah, changes all the time. I didn't know I was getting that old. Hang on. For best villain, Jeffrey Dean Morgan won, and we both picked him. So that's a point each for us. Uh, best kiss. I thought it was going to be the woman on Beast kiss from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> you picked the Emma Stone on Ryan Gosling smoochy smoochy. But what ended up winning was your second choice was uh, from Moonlight, Moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> where uh, two young black uh, fellows went up there. Uh, Ashton Sanders, Jarrell Jerome from Moonlight, the beach scene. Not the whole beach scene. Just part of the big thing. Just a smooch. <laughs> the, the after blunt smooch. <laughs> That's right. Like, like how on DVDs where you open up the DVD and it got a title for each scene. That's right what that scene is called. <laughs> the after blunt, the after blunt smooch. But, um, so yeah, they went up there and I think Ashton Sanders might be a little gay. Because when he went up there, he looked like. With uh, the dangly earring in the one ear. <laughs> two. Did oh he yeah, he had, did he have both or did he just do one? He might only do one. I don't know, but it was his whole uh, his whole Wait, vibe. He might have two and his sunglasses. Yeah, <laughs> and then at, or then Jarrell, he kissed he, his finger. That was gross. <laughs> then he tried to play it off by like homie stuff. I'm like, nah, you just gave him a kiss. <laughs> you might as well have y'all might as well have just went for it. Uh, and, I was, and I was waiting for one of them to be honest. Get the what is it? A, Golden popcorn, All right. and be like, <laughs> never did I know when I started acting that I was I was going to win my first award for kissing another fella <laughs> on screen. But anything is possible. Uh, some Kevin Garnett stuff. <laughs> that was cool. That one, but we didn't get no points for it, so really, it's not that cool. Yeah. Then best show, I chose Stranger Things. You went with This Is Us. Stranger Things took home the victory. Yeah, I don't know why. Now that's one I don't know why I picked. <laughs> So gave me a point. And then movie of the year went to Beauty and the Beast. I chose that. You went with Rogue One. So I got the Why? point there. Yeah, I picked that. 
So the tally came up to five points for me and four for you, giving me the very slim margin of victory. Lord. When it first came on and they announced like the two straight awards, you was up 2-0. And I looked at the rest of them like, oh, almost all the rest of them were similar. We got got the same ones. So I was like, I'm about to lose. (laughs) Then when they got, they announced, what was it? That was like, they started saying tearjerker and best actor on the show, and I didn't get those right. I was like, yeah, I lost. But thanks to stuff like Blackish and whatever else was able to give me the slight victory. So now I, I was looking up cheap movies. I forget what I came up with, but I gotta re really look that up to see which nice little, nice little. Maybe I can find like a little cheap Jake Gyllenhaal movie or something uh. to get. Uh, to my collection, so that is our resolution for the 2017 MTV TV Awards predictions. As we say every year, that's one of the hardest award shows Very to predict. Because we have no clue what this, uh, what that crowd is into. Mm-hmm. This year, they were into you know transgenders and sexuality and <laughs> all that. Next year, who knows? They might be into everything robots. So I don't know. <laughs> the BT Award nominations are out. Yeah, so I'm assuming that Kendrick's album didn't fall in the period because it wasn't nominated for Best Album. Mm. Even though I got a grudge to pick with that man right now. I'm trying my hardest to just brush it off. (laughs) He really made decisions very hard. Because as far as convenience for me personally having to deal with jobs and whatnot. Yes. uh, I I already made it hard (laughs) with the whole buying of the ticket process. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I thought I was like, all right, he, he says he's gonna buy it. Now we in the clear. Uh-huh. Now that they he made it, he came here. Now I'm like, oh my! He just added a whole nother layer to this. He added a bunch of more dates. He shouldn't have released them if he was. He, <laughs> he did it just like he did the tickets. He didn't put them all at the same time, and he knew he was gonna do that. I know he knew. <laughs> I knew it. When I was looking at him, I was like. This is like, why is this tour so small? Like, I knew it was feel, something weird about it. I was like, in the back of my mind, I was like, I feel like he's going to add dates. That's but so why I kept looking like for like somebody to say like more dates to be released soon or uh, something. I didn't see it, so <laughs> pulled the trigger and once again it backfired. <laughs> if Eminem, Eminem better be on stage, oh man! If we go to if we go end up going to Detroit and he does and he doesn't show up. That concert better be complete fire for me to not <laughs> walk out screaming and cursing. I'll oh, be eating. But I can go on and all about my anger about what that caused forever. But let's keep it pushing to the next part of the show. So as it's become a thing on this show now since we don't do it like two times. <laughs> uh, we, uh, if we listened to when after Fate of the Fears came out or Fate of the Fears, whatever that movie's called. We did a little bracket based off Fast and the Furious, just a little fun bracket to see, uh, dealing with movies based on, or movies that people part of the cast have done. So I think it's time now, we got, since we got another big movie with a nice little cast, I think it's time to quickly bring the bracket back out and do a- Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. It's hard to yell. Ooh, no. Let's bring them out. Let's bring them back. Probably like a bone crusher song or something. So Bring them back. Outside of the club and the thing going on. 
That was T.I.'s still to this day best verse probably. <laughs> Body uh, that verse. That's was sad. Somebody. <laughs> He's going the whole rest of his career never topping that verse. <laughs> Set the bar high. Hmm. Yeah, I was a yeah, bar. Whatever weak bar you were about to say. I was a bar. I don't, I don't have to spit bars on words. I can spit it with actions. Oh, man. But yeah, so it's time to start in Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, uh, bracket. So if you remember the fate of the fierce one, we did like the Fast and the Furious franchise went went from being good to being bad to being good. So we that's how we did each round went from good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good, all the way until bad, we reached good, a good, victor in <laughs> eight million ways to or a million ways. <laughs> Dang, eight million, a million ways to die in the West. I saw a picture of Seth MacFarlane's new show that's probably gonna get canceled. Cause it looks. I don't. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. And it'll probably be type, funny. Don't do those type of shows, Stephen. <laughs> you know better. Dang, I feel like he has leeway because he'll always have Family Guy, American Dad's got a new life. Uh huh. He can just do whatever he yeah. wants to. Cause his shows are funny. It, that other show with uh, with Giovanni Ribisi or whatever his name oh, is, yeah. and Seth Green. And that before, took a second to get funny. And before that, he had the show with Rob Corddry, in which he was on also. That was a long time yeah. ago. That was a man, that was a hard one to remember. Man, surely it was called like House or Inside the House or something like that. Yeah, so he just, he's just gonna keep swinging till <laughs> another one hits. Right. He probably doesn't even want to do any more shows because he has to do these cartoons. Uh-huh. He was probably happy when Cleveland show got canceled. <laughs> but um, two broke girls got canceled. It did. Uh huh. I was looking at that whole list of cancel shows. Powerless is out of here. Yep. I, I'm mad I wasted my time watching that. <laughs> I'm mad Scream Queens got canceled. But oh, yeah. I was wondering why Queen Latifah. Oh, oh did Star get canceled? I think Star got renewed. Uh, let's go. Scream Queen. I was wondering why Leah Michelle uh, is on that new show. Yeah, they were saying. With the African American cast. <laughs> Okay, that's a weird. It's called the mayor. It's the, the also mayor. another person that's on there, Yvette Nicole Brown. Uh, Odd Couple is not canceled. It's not. I don't think. I didn't think so. Is it? I thought that show was doing well. If it lasts, I thought that show was gone in the first season. It's already got three seasons. Yeah, maybe. So it, maybe it, it is canceled because she's on the mayor too. Uh, yeah, that's probably canceled. Then. <laughs> I mean, if it does get canceled, that's pretty good right. for the last three seasons. So Star is back. How is Queen Latifah doing? Scream. Scream. She's doing the TV show Scream. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, she's producing it, right? Or is she starring in it? I promise. I think it said she's starring. Once you're starring it, that would make because they rebooting it. Yeah, that makes all me mad. those people gone. So mad. Uh, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because there's only so far you can keep taking that story. <laughs> but yeah, the Halloween episode I still on my DVR is about to get deleted because that'd be two hours I would just be wasting. Oh man! Did did the Great Indoors get canceled? Nah, I think that's still good. Good because that show got funnier as it <laughs> kept going on. Uh, that one show I just started, Imaginary Mary, that got canceled. Yep, <laughs> figured. I know Making History got canceled. That's why. I Canceled those seven episodes off my DVR. I got canceled crazy <laughs> quick. I knew that was gonna get canceled. I'm glad they bring a new girl back for the last season. What else got? Something else. Man, while you looking that up, I'm gonna finish explaining this 
whatever bracket that this is. I don't even remember what it is anymore. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Speaking of the devil, the Guardians of the Galaxy. So, for this bracket, took uh, movies from the core cast. So, you got Chris Pratt, Zoe Zaldana, Dave Bautista, Bradley Cooper, Vin Diesel, whoever's played Mantis. I don't even know how to pronounce her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and... Sylvester Sloan, because he got a bunch of movies to choose from. Uh-huh. So it took movies that we either seen, both of us seen, one of us seen, or familiar with, uh-huh. <laughs> and put them <laughs> on here. Now, for this bracket, it's going to be kind of based off of Guardians of the Galaxy. So first off, when you think of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and 2, give me the first thing that comes to your head. I mean, for you, Chris Pratt... Hey, not for me. I would be for you, but that's you over there. That's for you. Throwing your type of stuff onto me. But in, in terms of, not in terms of actors, just in terms of, like, the movie itself, what's one thing, like, it could be, like, quality or Music. Music. Okay. What's another thing? No, actually, you know what? We'll go with music for the first <laughs> one. So, Music. Now, this is going to be an interesting one how we do this. So, for the first round, for each matchup, I want you to give which movie you think has the better score or soundtrack. This, I figure this is going to be a lot of guessing. Yeah, I got to try to remember. I listen to a lot of soundtracks, but I ain't no telling if I heard all these. Yep, I'm looking at one... All these movies are going to be hard. So there might be a few easy ones. So this is going to be just sheer imagination based off the movie itself. Or maybe you remember, I want you to give me which movie of the two has the better score or soundtrack. So starting with the first matchup in the East region. Okay. Remember, this is a 60-14 bracket again. So we got War Dogs okay. going against Death at a Funeral. So, so first up, who's the representative of War from War Dogs? Uh, hold on. Oh, Bradley Cooper. Yep. And from Death at a Funeral. What type of movie is Death at a Funeral? An African American one. All right. So, so now I gotta dip into Guardians of the Galaxy. Who is the only African? I mean, they might be a reach to say this person is African American, anyways. She surely tried to play it in a movie. Oh, <laughs> I really forgot she's in this movie. Zoe Saldana. Yep. All right. So between War Dogs and Death at a Funeral. Which movie you think got the better score slash soundtrack? Like naturally, you would think. Death at a Funeral because they had the nice urban soundtrack probably. But this movie, I've pictured more wacky type music. So I'm going to go with War Dogs. All right. Yikes. So War Dogs is moving on to the round of 32. Next matchup. Fast and the Furious 6 against movie 43. So, what is the representative for Fast and Furious 6? Fast and Furious 6 would be Vin Diesel. All right, movie 43. Would be Chris Pratt. <laughs> yep. I'm right. going fast and furious. <laughs> Are you sure? Is that a, is that a close one? Or? Nah, movie 43 <laughs> don't really seem like it even have music. 
Florida just had <laughs> fart noises in stuff. <laughs> All right, next battle. Another tight one. Creed versus Silver Linings Playbook. Okay, well, that's really... <laughs> but who's the representative for Creed? That'll be Sylvester Stallone. All right, and Silver Linings Playbook is... That'll be Bradley Cooper. All right, so who you got taken home? That is easily Creed, because that's a soundtrack I actually like. <laughs> yeah, you like a lot of Meek Mill joints. No, nah, I don't like the Meek Mill stuff. I like uh, fighting hard. Woo! With Mr... Donald Glover, who yeah, was making a Deadpool TV series. That's about to be hilarious. <laughs> I was like, when I said that, I was like, this dude is having a great year or two. It makes me not. <laughs> is it going to affect the movies? Because yeah. you're going to go see the movie and be like, it's not, it's not black enough for me. <laughs> hey, where the black jokes? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds ain't telling black jokes. Uh, that's going to that's gonna be very interesting. Uh, you got your little Tuesday night or whatever uh-huh. by Atlanta, then followed by Atlanta. You got Deadpool the TV series, only on FX. All right, so the next matchup we have another close battle. Aloha, the movie that had Emma Stone playing like a Hawaiian or an Asian or something, going against the Place Beyond the Pines. All right, so. Aloha, you got Bradley Cooper. Yep. Place and Behind the Pines, you have Bradley Cooper. Uh-huh. I'm going to Place Behind the Pines because Aloha probably got a weak soundtrack. <laughs> Bunch of hookalas and ukuleles. All right, next up we got Jurassic World <laughs> versus The Zookeeper. <laughs> All right, so this is Jurassic World's Chris Pratt, The Zookeeper. Mind you, I've never watched all the Zookeeper all the way through, but apparently this fella is in it. Who was in this movie? <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> the heck? <laughs> he voices the. Where is it? He does a voice. Oh yeah, he does do a voice in that movie. <laughs> the- Joe the African Lion. <laughs> I'm gonna go. What was the first movie? Uh, Jurassic World. Oh yeah, I'm going Jurassic World. <laughs> All right. Here's a great battle. Nina versus The Chronicles of Riddick. A movie about music? <laughs> Nina is with <laughs> Zoe Saldana. Chronicles of Riddick is with Vin Diesel. I am giving the edge to Nina <laughs> off the fact that it has to have Nina Simone songs on it. <laughs> All right, I'm kind of surprised when I put that movie in there. I didn't think it was going to be to the next round, but I also didn't know what the the, the rules are going to be. All right, next we got Triple X3, a.k.a. the return of Alexander Cage, versus Guess Who? Guess Who? Zoe Saldana, Mm -hmm. Triple X, Vin Diesel. All right. Triple X. It probably has, like, some rock Type okay. pop type radical songs. Uh, Guess know, who? Dubstep type got, of stuff. Like, probably sounds like Fat Albert and the Junkyard Gang. Which was on BT today. <laughs> the runtime was three hours. That's only BT can do that. It takes three hours to show Fat Albert. Last week it took Dang. them three and a half hours to show Coach Carter. 
<laughs> so I was like, this is nuts. You gotta be there all day. You can't watch a movie on TV. On BT, definitely. So who you going with? Triple X, I suppose. <laughs> all right, Triple X three. Moving on to the next round. Put that there. Click. Adam Sandler. Um, next we have in and off uh, the last matchup in the East region. The Boss versus Pirates of the Caribbean, The Curse of the Black Pearl. It's going to be, I want you to try to guess who was in Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't even remember who was in The Boss. Oh, this guy had an uncredited role, so <laughs> Dave Bautista. <laughs> Yikes. Pirates of the Caribbean. So let me just run through. You're not going to, you can literally just guess anybody. I. Mantis. Nope. <laughs> I really didn't know this person was in that movie. Yeah, I don't know. Zoe Zaldana. I almost said that, but then I'm like, nah, she's not yeah, in that. That would have been my last guess. I'd have guessed Vin Diesel of her, and I know Vin Diesel wasn't <laughs> in that movie. Vin Diesel as a pirate. <laughs> Sounds crazy. Uh, all right, so who you got for either the boss or Pirates of the Caribbean? Oh, my goodness. All right, I'm going to go strictly off a of score. <laughs> I'm going to go Pirates of the Caribbean. All right. Moving on to the west region. Moving on to the right side of the bracket. First matchup, Passengers versus Fast Five. All right, so Passengers is um, Chris P- Pratt. Fast Five is... Huh? Oh, I'm tripping. <laughs> I'm I'm overthinking it. Like, he wasn't in that one. Vin Diesel. All right, so... Okay, no, so the soundtrack wasn't good yet. Should I go based off a of score? Nah, I'm going fast five. <laughs> All right. I'm trying to think. I think Passengers actually had a decent soundtrack. It was the movie that was a piece of crap. <laughs> uh, besides Chris Pratt and, and Jennifer Lawrence, too. Nah, if you listen to the last nah, podcast, you said something odd. Nah, I didn't say nothing. But uh, anywho, Franklin. Uh, the next matchup. The Expendables 3 versus Takers. Expendables 3. Obviously, Sylvester Stallone. Takers. Takers. Zoe Saldana? Yep. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's a... Expendables 3 probably had a trash <laughs> soundtrack. I'm going Takers. <laughs> takers better have had some rap songs in it. If it didn't, there's something wrong. Let me just put, click that to the side because I'm not interested to see what was on that soundtrack. All right, next matchup we have American Sniper versus Zero Dark Thirty. How are these two movies paired together is beyond me. American Sniper, you got Bradley Cooper, Zero Dark Thirty. Who's in that? Your boy, Chris Pratt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really forgot about that. I keep thinking he's been a movie star. Yeah, this was. He was like he was in Moneyball. Yep, he went many years before he (laughs) finally started prospering. I'm going to go with American Sniper. All right, American Sniper moving on to the next round. Next up, we have the Lego Movie versus the Five-Year Engagement. Lego Movie, Chris Pratt, Five-Year Engagement. that Chris Pratt, too? Yep. Battling himself. Oh, I'm going Lego movie. All right. Lego movie moving on. on there. 
All right, here goes a great one. Out of the Furnace versus Hit and Run. Uh, let's see. Hit and Run. I honestly don't remember what these movies are. <laughs> Hit and Run was a uh, Dax Shepard directed vehicle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Starting with his wife. That's right. Who was in that? If I'm not mistaken, it was... Where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Oh, yeah. Bradley Cooper was in there. Huh? <laughs> this was... Out of the furnace. What was out of the furnace? And shockingly, this was after The Hangover. And The Hangover, too. <laughs> so... Yikes. <laughs> this was around the time he shouldn't have been sneaking into movies. I don't remember who... I'm going out of the furnace. Oh, yeah, and Out of the Furnace had Zoe Zaldana. Oh, yeah. She was, like, married or was dating Christian Bell's character in that boring movie. So he said Out of the Furnace. Yeah. All right. Next matchup, we got The Last Witch Hunter versus The Expendables. All right, so Last Witch Hunter is obviously Vin Diesel. Expendables is Sylvester Stallone. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the Expendables. I had to go off of the movie. <laughs> All right. Spectre versus the first Triple X. Who had the better soundtrack or score? Spectre would be Dave Batista. Yep. Triple X is Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Spectre because didn't Spect- was Spectre Adele or Sam Smith? Samuel. Okay. So I was about to sing the Adele song uh-huh. anyways. Uh, for one, that is stupid. I asked that question where I know what the song is. The song is the title of the movie. Uh, Sam Smith song. Spectre. 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 Watch Spectre with my boyfriend. <laughs> All right. Uh, where is Sam Smith? He just got done being Adele, so he's trying to... Hey, his- now he got to bounce back. Yeah. He got to drop 30. Adele aged very fast. <laughs> or is she 29? I think she's... The last time was 25, right? Yeah. I think she's like 27? That's it? I think she is. That's worth looking up. Yeah. She's something close to 25. Let me see. That'd be funny if she was like 32. Like, dang, girl, it took you forever to write the she music. She had 19, 22, 25. So the next one should be like 28. She kind of lazy when it comes to... I'm going to just name the album after when I started writing this music. Yep, she's 29, so she's past the little... Jesus! All right, then when did... What's it called come out? I came out 2015. Two years ago? Yep, so she dropped 25 at the age of 27. Yep. That don't make sense. Yeah, because I think she, I think she says she... Names it when she wrote the album. Start writing it? So it takes her like two years to write songs? Or album? Maybe she, so. or maybe she just writes it for like the time of her life she's writing about? I don't know. She makes it difficult. All right, we got the last matchup in the East re- or West region. I don't remember. 10 Cloverfield Lane versus Rambo. 10 Cloverfield Lane is with Bradley Cooper. Yep. Rambo, Sylvester Stallone. I'm going 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, because we all know Bryson Tiller's song ain't on the soundtrack. 
<laughs> who I finally listened to his new singles, and this is not the way you should be starting out your new album. It's <laughs> happening to these people. I was really looking for it because I really liked the first album, but if this is what we coming back with, it ain't really setting the bar too high. But we gonna see. Still got time to push it back. Um, all right, let's move down to the lower right side of the region. First matchup, we got another good one: Live by Night versus Grudge Match. <sighs> Live by Night. Uh... I know I ain't mixing it up with this uh, Ben Affleck movie. That's the movie. So what's up? Donna was in that? Yep. She had about four lines. Um, mad scenes, though. And then the other one was... Grudge Match. Grudge with. Match with Sylvester Stallone. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> Which one of these Was movies? 50 on the soundtrack to Grudge Match? Wait. Was 50 in that movie? Nah, he was in Escape. That man. was Kevin Hart that was in Grudge yeah. Match. That is sad. Nah, he was an escape plan. That's so. That is very sad. These type of films that they've done with each other. All right. Live by night or grudge match. Something could get worse than this. Guys, I'm gonna go live by night. Goodness. Yeah, it looks like it have a good score. The movie ain't good, but that's a different story. All right. Next up, American Hustle versus Fast and Furious. American Hustle, Bradley Cooper. Yep. Versus against what? For, you said what? Which one? Fast and the Furious, the fourth one. Okay. Fast and the Furious, American Hustle. American Hustle seems like got the like they walking in big collars. Fast big collars. I'm gonna I'm gonna give the edge to American Hustle. But don't let this have ever went up against Fast Seven. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's losing to everything. Said I see you again. Shout out to Pablo. I was. He's getting crazy. Carmen Paul. I was waiting for him to sing that song. If he would have did it all these years later, because that full that full press run and award season where Furious Seven was winning them awards, he steady came out. When I see you again, or as he did it, when I see <laughs> you again. But he kept it nice, short, sweet. All right, so he said American Hustle. Mm-hmm. All right, next matchup, we got her versus the losers. Her, you got. <laughs> I'll take my time here, her. The losers is always out, Donna. Yep. Her is. I can really only think of two people in her. <laughs> two stars. Uh huh. <laughs> this person in this movie was a chubby Chris Pratt. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> so who do you got for this one? Her. I'm gonna go losers. No, I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm gonna go losers. Even though I was lit when it came to the music of this movie, I was literally thinking of um, uh, smoking aces. <laughs> I mean, besides smoking aces being good, at least when it came out, same type of movie. All right. 
So the Losers takes that home. Next battle, we got Star Trek Into Darkness and Avatar. Star Trek Into Darkness is with <laughs> Zoe Saldana. Avatar is with Zoe Saldana. Yep. I'm going to Star Trek Into Darkness. They be having them uh, Beastie Boys songs and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> Did they? Oh, was that? Yeah. <laughs> was that in the second one, too? Which one was Star Trek Beyond? I know is where they had that crazy. Oh that crazy yeah! I, I First truly... of all, Star Trek Beyond uh, was unmemorable. Nope. The fact that I'm thinking it was they just about to come out with their third one. I still go with Into Darkness to say yeah. Beastie Boys on it. If I had typical generic dark music, I surely can't remember. All right, next one. Speaking of the devil, we brought this movie up just a second ago. Furious Seven. Got a seven. <laughs> He's got a challenger. It's going up against what's your number? Let's keep it pushing. Area <laughs> 7, Van Diesel. What's your number? What is that, Chris Pratt? Yep. Start, he had a nice little role with his wife, yeah. Anna Ferris, and uh, the other Chris, Chris Evans. Oh, yeah. Did you see when Chris Pine was on Saturday Night Live? Nah. <laughs> Not yet. His opening monologue was the fact that People get all the Chris's confused. <laughs> People were saying he looks like Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, or Chris Hemsworth. I know if you would watch it, you would have to keep your sus commentary to yourself because uh. <laughs> you would say, ain't nobody getting him confused with Chris Pratt, Chris Evans, or Chris uh. Hemsworth. On the look scale, he was waving it for That's what you would say. That's what you would say. Whoa. <laughs> I didn't know you were going down that. That's what you would say. And I don't hey. say nothing like that. Hey. I keep stuff to myself. Yeah. You. Nah, you said it. Hey. Hey. And they kept calling him buff. He ain't that buff. Were they calling him that? No, or were you internalizing no, that and then no, they kept spewing it out it. your mouth? They kept saying it. That's why they kept getting confused because apparently all four of them were really muscular. I mean, I don't know. That's one. You tell me. I they, mean, are they muscular? I mean, if I was just gauge, I would say only two of them are, but <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> Uh, I mean, you gonna say which two? I mean, it should be clear as day, but if I need to spit it out, Evans and Hemsworth. But I didn't know you was on a last name basis with them. I mean, we I can't say Chris and Chris because they all yes, Chris. I would have to leave it a mystery, but you just go ahead and out hey, yourself. You like to leave your little uh, things behind uh, oh doors a mystery gosh. too, but you okay. tell the world. Uh, trying to project upon me. Nah, I all you. I ain't doing nothing. But anywho, Franklin, Turtle, Shell, Taco, Mexican, Antonio Banderas, Puss in Boots, Timberlands, Trees, Lynchings, Kunta, Kendrick <laughs> <Cedric> Lamar. <laughs> I have no clue who the Kente was lynched. <laughs> yeah, I know his leg got or his ankle got cut off or Dang, something. Foot. Cut that foot off. Kente. No. But okay, so you going with Furious 7 or the great What's Your Number? Yeah, that's Furious 7 all the way. All right, here's another great battle. The Man with the Iron Fist. Okay. Going against The Hangover 
two. <laughs> the man with the iron fist. Who was it? Was Batista in that? Yep. Uh, Hangover two. Bradley Cooper. Yep. I'm gonna go off the fact that I can picture like some nice samurai harps and uh, <laughs> and the man with the iron fist. So I'm gonna I, go with that one. I actually have that soundtrack on my iPod. I know Pusha T was on there, I believe. Oh, okay, so T's. definitely. <laughs> Had a bunch of rappers, but the movie was bad. <laughs> All right, moving on. You got Joy versus the A-Team. Joy, Bradley Cooper. Yep. A-Team, Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to go A-Team because right. Joy... Score joking. and soundtrack seems as if it would be garbage. <laughs> the score was it was cool. It's just that movie is just really hard to get over. I need to watch that again because when you talk about falling asleep, Mop I the movie. fell asleep. <laughs> I literally think I fell asleep for the whole middle section of that movie, but the beginning and the end was whack. So, all right, here's the last matchup of the lower right region. We got the Magnificent Seven going against the Fast and the Furious, meaning the first one. All right, so for Magnificent Seven, we got Kurt Russell. Nope. Who was the Magnificent Seven? Your boy. Start in it. The fact that I'm over here. Oh, the fact that I mixed up Magnificent Seven with Hateful Eight. Yep. <laughs> Chris <Easy>. Pratt. Yep. <laughs> Uh, the Fast and Furious Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Magnificent Seven. All right. Now put that one down there. All right. The last region is the lower left region or lower east, whichever I would remember. First matchup we have got a repeat. Be on here. <laughs> <laughs> just randomly pick a movie. Uh, okay, this is going with the first movie I saw. New movie entered into this spot is Yes Man <laughs> going against The Hangover Part 3. Yes Man. Bradley Cooper in that? Yep. Uh, Hangover 3, Bradley Cooper. Ooh, yep. this is actually an easy one. Yes Man. Yes That soundtrack man. was fire. Go for a ride. Right. There's so many pleasing. We could drive so many things that now she's mine. No, oh, man. I'm the star. I'm the star. I'm the star. I'm the star. Of the guitar. Yeah, Zoe, Zoe Deschanel <laughs> was barring on that soundtrack. Mm-hmm. All right, next one we got Delivery Man versus Escape Plan. Okay, Delivery Man is Chris Pratt. Yep. Escape Plan is Sylvester Stallone. Yep. Whoo. Guess I'll go Escape Plan. (laughs) All right. Here goes another great battle of action movies. Columbiana versus Hokio Drift. Colombiana is Zoe Saldana. Tokyo Drift is Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
Columbiana had some some foreign music probably, and Tokyo Drift had some foreign. banging I'm, Asian music. I'm gonna go with Tokyo Drift because it may have had like Aquafina or Dumbfounded on the soundtrack. <laughs> Or Bow Wow. Bow Wow might have a little spot on there. That would make me not pick that one. (laughs) All right. Next matchup, we got Riddick versus The Expendables 2. Riddick, you got Vin Diesel. Expendables 2, you got Sly. I really feel like I already have The Expendables 2 in here, but I ain't double checking. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Riddick. I don't know why I got like a feeling LL Cool J was on that soundtrack. My hat's like a shark fan. My hat's like a shark fan. <laughs> oh, LL. All right, next battle, we got Old Boy and the Pacifier. Old Boy, you got... Hold up. I actually don't know who's in neither of these, or which one of these actors are neither of them. Shockingly, it is whoever played Mantis was an old boy. Okay, yeah, I wouldn't guess that. Yeah, well, soon she was just one of the Asian fighters in that movie because I surely don't remember. And then the pacifier. Do you know who's in a pacifier? Comedy. Babysitting. Oh, the movie. I don't know. Oh! The fact that I keep mixing up these titles, all right, you said Pacifier, in my head I'm thinking of The Sitter with Jonah Hill, <laughs> Pacifier's Vin Diesel. Mm-hmm. So which one of these movies? Which one movie, that movie where Vin Diesel's playing like a lawyer, that may be a movie we have to watch because <laughs> he has a hairpiece on in this movie. I forget what that movie is called. <laughs> I am really, I'm, I'm scratching my temples right now. <laughs> Uh, so pacifier or oh boy, oh, oh, I'm going oh boy. All right, next matchup: burnt versus Star Trek. Burnt, Bradley Cooper, Star Trek, Zoe Saldana. Yep, I'm gonna go Star Trek again. Who knows? Beastie Boys may have been on all three <laughs> of them. <laughs> they probably were. Just don't pay attention. I think they were on the first one. I think that scene where. A young Chris Pine is riding his motorcycle at the beginning of the... Not Chris Pine, but a young... Whatever his first name. Something Kirk. Steve. No, it ain't Steve Kirk. Whatever his name is. His little... His young self was riding a motorcycle or or a car or something. James. James Tiberius Kirk. Was he driving a whip? Either way, I think the Beastie Boys was playing. (laughs) All right, next movie, you're never going to guess who was in this one. Jim and the Holograms versus (laughs) Moneyball. Was Zoe Saldana and Jim and the Holograms? (laughs) No. Who was in that? I don't know. Moneyball, you got Chris Pratt. (laughs) Jim and the Holograms. I know the Asian girl ain't in there. (laughs) This person just had a cameo row as himself. Oops. Giveaway. Sylvester? No, it's Chris Pratt. He played himself. Yeah, I watched that movie too, and I try not to remember the movie, so I definitely don't remember that he was. Dude in it. played himself <laughs> in that movie. All right, so Jim Yikes. and the Holograms, a movie about music versus Moneyball, a movie about baseball. I'm deciding on which direction I should go with this. <laughs> I'm going Moneyball. I don't care. 
Yeah, just because the movie was about music. Yeah, I don't mean mean it was good. (laughs) All right, and the last matchup of the first round, Star Trek Beyond. Here we go. (laughs) Versus Jennifer's Body. Yeah, yeah. So he saw Donna. Jennifer's Body was. Okay, so you got Megan Fox. (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember this first period. Bring it on down to it's not Vin Diesel. <laughs> Bring it on down to it wasn't Sylvester Stallone. Uh, it was not Bradley Cooper. Nope. It was not David Batista. <laughs> nope. I would hope he's not in this type of movie. It wasn't. It was Chris Pratt. Yep. Was he like the jock in the movie? Chris Pratt has played the ages between high schooler and grown he was, late 30s. He put that on, that a cloak that Harry Potter had. That made him invisible. Snuck in movies. <laughs> he was invisible in his past <laughs> movies. Gosh. Dang, all right. So I'm going to Star Trek Beyond after they had, <laughs> they had the Beastie Boys on. All right. So we are finally through with the first round. All right, how much? How long has this episode been? About an hour twenty-seven. All right, yeah, that's long enough. We can do the rest of the podcast on the finish the pot or thing. Finish the bracket up bracket. on the next episode. So before we go, when you think of Guardians of the Galaxy, what is another thing besides music that comes to your head? Funny. All right, comedy. comedy. So on the next, when we come back to this. The next round, you dictate which movie from each matchup is. Give the me a little. Give me a little one. example of one of my options. All right, let me, <laughs> let's, let me go down. I got to see. All right, randomly. Let me go over here. One matchup will be. <laughs> nah, I'm trying to find a real. Just a one that's just awful. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Out of the furnace versus the Expendables. Woo! That <laughs> would be the Expendables <laughs> off the fact of Terrence Sylvester Sloan not speaking English. Yeah, it's pretty be, funny. I mean, Jason State will be going back and forth oh, yeah. with some puns. That's the type of stuff you're going to see okay, in the next yeah, round. That's the type of example I wanted. All right. So before we jump into his. I. Listen to three straight episodes, and I still don't remember how this I don't goes. Know. <laughs> is it the Rotten Tomatoes game, or is it the punishment segment? I think it's punishment segment, but I ain't 100% sure. Who's Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that just means it don't matter which one, because <laughs> I could not remember what that was. All right, we'll jump into the punishment segment now. You got somebody you want to put on punishment? Nah, I feel like ours is about to be the same. <laughs> At first, if it was last week, it was going to be Ansel Elgert. We're showing uh, up. He, honorable mention Ansel Elgert, because that, that felt like it should last over the week. Uh-huh. But then he actually was passed up by somebody on that very show. Cara Delevingne coming out with that uh, bald dome uh, <laughs> was insane. Ain't her and Jane Smith filming a movie currently? Probably. I hope. That's in the movie. I was very thrown off. Like she literally cut all her 
hair off. Also, big shout outs to Chrissy Metz. Oh uh, yeah, a big shout out. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I almost forgot that shout name. Shout out. Hey. Yeah, Bigums over there. <laughs> she got the red leather dress on, <laughs> looking, looking like, like a, a <laughs> <laughs> like a tomato, like a fire hydrant, hot air balloon, <laughs> <laughs> looking big. He looking like you understand why she only sits down in her scenes on her show. When I saw her on TMZ, she was being pushed in a wheelchair. <laughs> unless she had an ACL tear. <laughs> hey, big lives matter too, but they only matter when they matter to the person's big. Yeah, if you don't care about yourself, I ain't about to care about. <laughs> I'm gonna keep getting these jokes off until you lower that LB yeah, level a little bit. Yes, young Chrissy <sighs> Metz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, she ain't never gonna get no other roles. Nope, that's why you see. Oh no, guy right said about that stuff. She's slowly, but she was a phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> ain't they ain't seen nobody that big starring a movie in a long time. She was, she was impressed. She stole a bucket of chicken and was running that four three speed outside of that joint. <laughs> oh man! All right, so this person or place or yeah, putting on punishment, getting put on punishment today. Somebody got to take the fall for <laughs> King Arthur, the Legend of the Swords, man, or whatever that movie is called. <laughs> Legend of the Sword. Should it be Warner Brothers? Should it be Charlie Hunnam? I'm going to give it to Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> <laughs> you were the face of that movie. Uh-huh. Even though you're not the one who gave that over $150 plus million dollar budget yeah. <laughs> to that movie, which is more than what they gave Wonder Woman. Which is that's crazy. I like I said on the last episode we were giving our predictions on on what the Rotten Tomato score would be. I said ain't nobody trying to watch these little swords and sandals type of movies no mm-hmm. more. So why would they give a big old budget? It's crazy to this type of movie. I know it's a Guy Ritchie movie, but still, once I see the movie, I'll be have a better understanding at the fact that I'm pretty sure he could have did the same or a close enough job. For like 90 to 100 million. Yeah. Still probably wouldn't get his money back. But that's not the point. Either way, the movie bombed at the box office. What is it, like 14.8 million or something low? On top of that, Charlie Hunnam turned down 50 Shades of Grey, which I thought was correct. He's not going to be in a big robot fight, too. (laughs) (laughs) Proto. Nope. It made 15.4. What is that movie called? Specific Room. Yeah. Pacific Room. Didn't he turn Specific... I almost called it Specific Room. <laughs> Didn't he turn Pacific Room down for this movie? I think right. so. Wait, what? Wait, did he? Because they shot... I think this was actually done. So, no, he just didn't do it. There has to be a reason. I probably don't want to work with John Boyega. Yeah, like, I don't want to work with John Boy, as you called him on <laughs> that last episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably, I know something had to come up where I know he had to choose between some movies and stuff, but mm, this movie made 15 point, you said four mm-hmm. million dollars in his first week. What comes out this weekend? Alien Covenant. Yeah. Nah, that's y'all's fault for putting the movie up against Guardians of the Galaxy. You <laughs> you knew it wasn't gonna win the weekend regardless. This movie got August written all over it. Uh-huh. Y'all decided to think really highly of y'all's property and put it out in May. 
But still, who's taking the fall for that? Charlie Hunnam. See, hun. <laughs> he didn't make the budget. He didn't pick the release date. He just decided to do the movie. He ain't promoted enough. It bombed. His, <laughs> he, he clearly doesn't have a name. Nope. His star power didn't raise. It only diminished. <laughs> so now that's why he over here talking about he really want to do like a Green Arrow movie in the DCU universe. <laughs> Uh, that would do bad too. <laughs> He's getting desperate to do. He needs a big action movie under his belt because Pacific Pacific Rim kind of bombed. Maybe he can ask Vanny D. Well, let me hop in one of these cars. In the I next... take it. That's hey, way that better than Scott Eastwood, even with Charlie Hunnam movies <laughs> bombing. Than Scott Eastwood. Charlie Hunnam has the look of somebody who could be an action star. He just got to pick the right movies, and so far, he has failed. Yeah. So for your movie choice and you being a face of a movie that bombed super bad and is looking like it's about to lose about a hundred and fifty million dollars or that something is crazy. like that, you're taking the pain, you're taking the wrath, you're being put on punishment, sir. So go sit in the corner and really think about your movie choices because even though you don't do the finance aspect of it all, when it comes down to it, if the movie stinks. Or doesn't do well. You have now been punished. The person on the front of that poster is going to take the blunt of the blame. Young Charlie. Now, see, when Wonder Woman comes out, they mention that every poster just has her on it. So they're setting that movie up to be either uh-huh. Gal Gadot is going to take it all the way to the promised land. I'm scared. Or if it bombs, she might never work in this town again. Yeah. So we're going to see. Well, yo, Charlie Hunnam, yes, sir, you're on punishment, sir. You and, An- and Ansel, lucky you are boy. Lucky. <laughs> and they just showed Ansel on TV just now. I'm glad I looked away. All right, so moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes prediction game extravaganza. Need to resolve the movie of the hour that we were just talking about, King Arthur. Now you predicted 54% for the flick. Oh my gosh. I predicted 37%. Oh my goodness. And looking at Rotten Tomatoes right now, it is sitting at a nice 26%. So that gives me the edge and victory. Moving my point total up to nine to your seven. Gotta catch up. So let's see if I can expand. This lead. So the movie for this week is a movie looking at what doesn't have reviews for movies coming out this Friday is a flick by the name of Everything Everything. Movie with the little sick girl and her little and boyfriend. Nick Robinson with long hair. <laughs> um. So what are you going to give this movie? Percentage that popped in my head first can't be right. This can't be true. I'm about to just say it. 19%. (laughs) All right. I feel like it's about whack. (laughs) Or 70. But I'm going to go with 90. All right. Do we got another case of the circle? Uh huh. All right. So you're going with, you said 19? Yeah. 19%. All right. Without me, too low. I don't care. I gotta be risky. Yeah, you never know. I mean, I read. I mean, I know I have to take my mom to see this movie. I read just to see what the move, how the movie ends, and it's pretty stupid, but um, and predictable. (laughs) But 
in my head, I'm really feeling this like a uh, 30-something percent vibe of late. So I'm going with, <laughs> wait, was, did I literally just give a movie 36%? I feel like we did a streak at 36%. <laughs> what? Hold on, let me check what I just gave King Arthur, because I ain't about to do back-to-back 36%. I'll bump it up to like 37 or something. And I gave King Arthur 37%. All right, so now this one I feel is a 36%. So I'm going to go with 36% for everything. Everything. I need another. I need a, a movie that makes me feel better than thirty six percent. I don't know why this one made me feel nineteen. Oh, yeah, this movie look whack. Well, yeah, watch it mess around and get like seventy percent. Mm-hmm, I can sense that. All right, so for everything, everything you giving it a nineteen percent. Mm-hmm. I'm going with thirty six percent. I'm kind of leaning towards changing mine to forty. <laughs> but I'm just gonna go with my first thought. I'm go with my first thought and give it thirty six percent. So we will resolve this one on the next episode. Yes. So moving on to the uh, Blu-ray segment, I believe. Let's see what we got. Uh, Okay, so we got two weeks worth. All right, so that'll be okay. Uh, all right, so we got Fifty Shades Darker. Um, yeah. See, the first Fifty Shades of Grey, I would watch again just all the sheer hilarity. Fifty Shades Darker, I have no interest in ever watching again. <laughs> and then that takes us to this week, which would be Triple X Return of Xander Cage. Oh. <laughs> Close between might rent and accept as a gift. <sighs> yeah, I'll be tough on this one, even though it's Vinny D. It ain't Fashion and Fairy, so I, can, I ain't got to be too lenient on it. I'll put that as a very high might rent, because I wouldn't mind watching this movie again just to verify my thoughts on it, because it's, mm-hmm. it's an entertaining flick. But, I mean, I don't need it. But if somebody bought it for me, I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't go straight back to buybacks and sell it. <laughs> but I, I give it a high might rent. All right. Then we got The Space Between Us. I ain't seen that movie. Oh, yeah. Then we got Resident Evil, the final chapter. Go back and listen to episode whatever it was when we went and talked about all the Resident Evil movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I give that another high might rent because it was better than I thought it was going to be. It kept, kept you entertained with the action stuff, but... I still put it in a pile of all the rest of the Resident Evil movies. I think I've seen each one of them one time, and I have no like urge to watch them again. So, might rent. All right, and that's it for this week. All right, so what's the next movie you plan on seeing before the next episode, I guess? That'll be Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul. Oh, Jesus. It's <laughs> like, most likely it'll be Alien Covenant. Alright. Maybe I'll watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 if I... If a uh, uh, SAG sends me my uh, <laughs> test screener. <laughs> For me, it's a tough one. 
because I might go to the movies tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I just want to tell this quick story. So last week, I was going to go see The Circle during the week. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I'm not in the mood to go to this movie and see this almost two-hour plus, or this almost two-hour movie. Yeah. It's like, you know what I'm going to go home and do? I'm going to finally go home and watch Monster Trucks. Turn oh, Monster yeah. Trucks on <laughs> on the fire stick. It took, like, 30 minutes for me to get the movie to actually play. <laughs> And then the movie kept buffering and freezing Dang. and skipping. Almost an hour hit of the process of me trying to watch this movie. And then I finally realized, why did I almost waste an hour to try to watch a movie called Monster Trucks? If it didn't start on the first attempt, I should have walked away and tried to get a different day. So I felt real stupid. So part one of trying to watch Monster Trucks has ensued. We will see when part two will f- take place. Monster trucks. <laughs> that may be another one we may have to watch on the podcast. I, I made a list of the movies that we said that episode that we need to watch. So we have an actual rem- uh, list of them on some document somewhere. But yeah, so for me, I might. It's between. Movies I might see next is between The Circle, King Arthur, <laughs> and. Yeah, I think it's just between those two movies right now. It might be snatched because I might not see nothing during the weekend. Just wait till the weekend because mm-hmm. I'm not going another weekend without not seeing movies. I felt crazy <laughs> about myself. <laughs> I ain't did that in a while. And the only time, I mean, I ain't did that in a while when there was actually movies out that I would want to see. Yeah. Because I still want to see the badly reviewed Snatched. But, uh, yeah, whatever. So, all right. I for- literally forgot about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I guess that's... Uh, this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit. It is your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. O'Shea Bratz in the third, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., a.k.a. Nate Yawine, a.k.a. Belly Rollin', a.k.a. Baby Nate, a.k.a. Nady Irving, a.k.a. Top 5 Dead or Alive and Everything. A.K.A. Roly Man. You can find all our stuff at The Great Musical and then just click links and you get to all the other stuff. Yep, yep. Our podcast is on iTunes and SoundClouds. The ever-improving podcast. Uh Shout out to us for going from zero to three listeners to... Ten range right Man, now. We get we get ten in a twenty four hour period. <laughs> then we didn't get no then more. We plateaued. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's Joaquin Pennysworth, aka Pusha K, aka Kanye. Fix my life, Van Zant, Kai Dollar Sign, Knife Guy, Young Black Philip, Kanye, Taylor Joy, Fossil Man, The Fitbit Messiah. My TV just cut off. Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Station Wagon K. Chatwick Flossman, Pusha 4K, oh, California K, and um, <clears throat> let me do something like this. Sweet lady, would you, you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just calling, receive me. Oops. Woo!
right, before we start mentioning who sucks, let me just take a quick uh, second to shout out Takers 2011 BT Awards. It went home. <laughs> went home. <laughs> took the trophy home for Best Actor. Uh, Idris Elba took that home. Uh, Chris Lord. Brown was also nominated for Best Actor. Huh? The movie was nominated for Best Movie at the Black Reel Awards. It was nominated for Best Ensemble and Best Screenplay Adapted or Original. At the California On Location Awards, it won Location Team of the Year Award. And at the NAACP Image Awards, it was nominated for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture for Idris Alba. Mind you, at this award show, he was nominated for Outstanding Supporting Actor. At the BT Awards, he was straight Best Actor. My boy is able to star and co-star in movies at the same time. Shout out to Takers. If we give a shout outs, I like to give a shout out to American Crime, The Catch, Conviction, Dr. Ken, Imaginary Mary, Last Man Standing, Notorious, The Real O'Neills, oh! Secrets and Lies, Time After Time, as well as Two Broke Girls, American Gothic, Brain Dead, Criminal Minds Beyond the Borders, Doubt, Oh, The Great Indoors. No! The Odd, <laughs> the odd Couple. Pure no. Genius. Rush Hour. That's a fact. Frequency. No Tomorrow Rain. The Vampire Diaries. APB. Bones. Making History. Pitch. Rosewood. Scream Queens. Sleepy Hollow. Son of Zorn. Aquarius. Blacklist Redemption. Emerald City. Grim. And Powerless for all either ending and the majority of y'all canceled. <laughs> Uh, you know who else or what else should be canceled? The careers of all these individuals. <laughs> now, who out here sucking? We gonna go with Jai Courtney. Cancel. We gonna go with Nyah Cancel. We gonna go with Theo James. Cancel. We gonna go with Alex Rowe. Cancel. We gonna go with Miles Teller. Cancel. And we are gonna go with this man right here, the King. He got a movie coming out this year that I'm hoping is good. It's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. So. <laughs> and they're also bragging about it, which I don't like. <laughs> that man, that myth. He goes by the name of Ansel. Solo. Very difficult last name to say. <laughs> Elgort. Dang. It sounds like a generic force in a scary kids movie. Dang. Elgort. Alright, well, if I'm not forgetting anything else. No, we always got to end this off with, uh, yeah.